0: This is a dill pickle, a mighty pretty pickle, especially when he joins you at the show. We have lots of pretty pickles waiting for you at the refreshment center. They're plump, tender, mouth-watering. Wouldn't one taste good right now? Welcome once again to Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. I am one of your hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the US of A, and with me in the state, actually, the Commonwealth of Virginia.
1: Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how's it going? Going well.
0: Excellent. And in the state of Missouri? Good evening. This is Kevin. Kevin, how's it going? Not bad. Excellent. Uh, For folks who are curious, Kevin sounds really good now because uh, he's using a Bose headset rather than being uh, uh, using the regular PC microphone. So uh, uh, welcome to uh, Clarity, folks who have just stumbled upon us. We are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. It's a website that is uh, about movies and pop culture. It's been around for 10 years. The 10th year anniversary just occurred this past March 13th, 2021. Uh, originally date was uh, March 13th, 2011. Uh, we are a site that does news release notices, articles, podcasts, and so many other things. And we basically update the website continuously multiple times a day. So if you follow pop culture, and movies. It should be a site that you check out daily. Uh, We do have a Patreon on the right side of every page of the website for folks who decide to donate to the podcast because, or or I should just say the news network itself, because the news network is completely free. Uh, We get nothing from anybody. We're we're, uh, looking for advertisers, but we're not Uh, pursuing it that much, even though we do have a a lot of listeners and advertisers would be most certainly appreciated, but uh, also we're looking for uh, donations. So if you like what you hear, if you enjoy our topics, our podcasts, our articles and whatever, uh, you can always help and donate to the podcast. And if you do, uh, you will be able to choose a topic for us to discuss. So for every $5 that you just decide to donate to the podcast per month uh you get to choose one film so for example you donate fifteen dollars you would get to choose three films or you could just choose one film three times either way uh those are dropped into a bucket that we have a spreadsheet basically and then at the end of each quarter we randomly do a, a random uh computer uh, number generation, and whatever number pops up is the film that we will do as an episode. Uh, once a choice is chosen uh, by you, it will always stay on the spreadsheet until it is randomly picked, so it will never uh, just disappear after you donate the money. There's always still a chance that that film could be picked. Uh, we have an email at at com or you could just press the contact us uh, menu item on the website and it will bring up a email form and you can fill that out and send it just like an email. Uh, We will gladly read all our emails that we get on the podcast. So if you have suggestions, opinions, uh, a movie that you saw that you want to let us know about and talk about a little bit, or uh, your opinions on say the topic we're going to discuss tonight or any other topic we've discussed Uh, We will read your emails on the podcast. Also, we have a Facebook group at Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group uh, where you can join in the conversation. Um, And that's pretty much it for house cleaning. Um, So I think we can probably get into our topic tonight. So, uh, Barrett, why don't you let everybody know what we're going to discuss tonight?
1: We're going to discuss the movie Medusa, Queen of the Serpents, or... Be- medusa beauty is the beast um as it was titled on imdb um it's directed by matthew bc and written by matthew bc and scott jeffrey um it stars megan purvis sarah t Cohen, and nicola wright
0: uh, that's right uh before we get into some of that stuff in the film uh let's hear the trailer how does it make you feel when someone hits you
2: i don't know you look
1: good what would you do, if you could do anything?
0: You're experiencing changes. You
1: can feel it.
2: A feeling of something, that gnawing at you,
1: eating at you. Yeah?
0: The power's always been within you. She's special. A queen
1: cast a spell on me my advice go with it the police not asking questions he heard it coming this is insane She's you feel strong
2: if someone wants something really craves it they're gonna do whatever they can to get it she'll do the same to you I've got something to show you Were you done
0: uh all right so uh a couple of things uh yeah scott jeffrey is a movie producer. He produced the film as well as co-wrote this. Uh, Basically, he has a little studio that uh, he runs in the UK and he basically uh, produces a number of films, uh, I guess every other year or every year or whatever. Uh, This happens to be one of him. He does have a stable of uh, filmmakers and actors that he uses. And some of these folks, uh, Read and other reviews happen to be uh I, I guess in um other films that he's done. Uh this is Matthew i C. Uh, I'm not sure why he's going by initials. Uh his debut for feature length film. Uh though um he has worked on some other items including uh things for Scott Jeffrey. Um the the film we received uh as a screener Uh, It was a screener that was sent to us by October Coast as a publicist company that uh, uh, likes to uh, send us uh, items that may interest uh, horror fans, genre fans, and whatnot. And they also uh, uh, let us know about comedies and dramas and things of that nature as well. Uh, This film uh, looked kind of interesting, so uh, we decided to just just pick this one out of all the numerous screeners that have come in. And uh, that's pretty much Uh, what we got here. So for folks who are curious about this film, as Barrett mentioned, make sure you search for Matthew B.C., letter B, letter C. Um, Because, again, uh, the film's title, Medusa, is is kind of generic, even though it used to have, during its festival run, two other titles, Medusa with uh, Beauty is the Beast, or Medusa, and what was that other one, Barrett? Queen of the Serpents. Right, right, but it dropped both of those subtitles and has now just gone Medusa, Um, and as a result, it's very generic, and if you search for Medusa on IMDb or whatever, you'll notice there's like 17 or 18 different films with with Medusa in the title. Uh, I actually like
1: Queen of the Serpents the best, personally, but that's just me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's not bad either. Beauty Um, is the Beast seems too cliché. And just plain Medusa's too generic. So I just like Queen of the Serpents. I mean, it's, it just, fits. yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: beauty is the beast makes some sense because, uh, yeah, the, yeah. You know, actress Megan Purvis is, uh, uh, quite uh, easy on the eyes. And if she is the quote unquote Medusa of the film, uh, beauty is the beast, but you're right. It's, it's kind of cliche. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, uh, the roundup there. So I guess we can get around and discuss, uh, how we heard about this film, and what we thought about it. Uh, For folks who are curious, this is an English film in the United Kingdom. Uh, So uh, all the actors and the performers and and the people that made the film are from the United Kingdom, so on the other side of the pond. Uh, I know we do have a lot of listeners from the UK, so uh, they already may be familiar with this film. Uh, Let's start with you, Barrett. How did you hear about this film, and what did you think?
1: I heard about this film from you. Um, I got the screener. I watched it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, You know, it's not a perfect film by any stretch, but it's an enjoyable film to watch. Um, I think the acting is done really well. And some of the horror scenes are are really well done as well. It's got some good body horror. Um, It's worth watching if you like horror, especially if you like body horror. Um, Yeah, so it's pretty good. Alright, sounds
0: good. Uh, Yeah, for me, uh, I actually heard about it through uh, October Coast who sent us the screener. Uh, It looked kind of interesting. We do have a a release notice up on the the website um, from a a week or two ago when it first came out because it uh, arrived early July and uh, that's how I heard about it. So uh, I watched it, I think two nights ago and um, I'm kind of where Barrett is. Yeah, I thought this was a really good film. Uh, It was uh definitely a slow burn, and if you're expecting a giant monster movie, uh buddy heck all that gore type stuff, you may be disappointed because it turns out it's really more psychological. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was even gonna say a, a character study too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think it's kinda of both, character it's, study and a psychological study. It seems to uh
2: a bit of a revenge film as well. Indeed, yeah. And, yeah, and go, yeah.
0: We'll we'll talk about that. Uh so so it is uh somewhat slow in a sense, uh, because it is um uh well it's blowing that a young lady uh uh the society to um has some things begin to occur to her uh that slowly build up the film. Um and as, as a result, uh that build up um is a good hour of the film and then the last thirty minutes um I guess you could say action and, and whatnot occurs. Um, I also felt it was a pretty interesting, uh, thing about, uh, as I mentioned, uh, a person on the fringe of society, um a class system, uh, where, where people are exploited, um, sometimes by choice, but sometimes, uh, they just happen to fall into it because of behavioral health issues. And in this case, um, we will say, uh, um, uh, drug use, uh, heroin. Um, so it, it can, um, be looked at as a commentary on that as well. Um, so yeah, it, uh, depends on, uh, what you take out of it, but just be aware that it is a slow burn and yes. And whatnot. So yeah, it's about an hour and 25 minutes to film. So yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, let's go with you, Kevin.
2: Uh, well, much like, uh, excuse me, Garrett, uh, I heard this, uh, this movie because you told me about it, Phil, uh, you sent me the, uh, the, the link to watch it and I, I got in it. I'm sorry. I'm not that impressed with it. Uh, acting's fine. Uh, I'm okay with slow burns, but this one was a real slow, slow burn, um, yeah, it's it, it's a one-and-done for me.
0: All right, sounds good. Um, all right, so uh, before we uh, go into any further things, uh, er, let's see. Barrett, do we have a wiki?
1: We sure do. All right. After being bitten... Oh, wait. Wiki, wiki, sorry.
0: wiki, wiki.
1: <laughs> After being bitten by a snake, a young lady's life begins to take a sharp turn for the worst, as a deadly virus plagues her body,
0: all right so um okay so this, so this definitely uh does keep things kind of um hidden i mean it's it's not a true spoiler type of i m d b which should, no. uh, as you mentioned though uh, Barrett, uh uh if you watch the trailer it this trailer is very spoiler. the trailer
1: it? is terrible. do not watch the trailer before you watch the movie. When I watched the trailer after I watched the movie, I was just—I uh, <laughs> was surprised how much they show. They show every single beat of the movie in the trailer, and, and I am not exaggerating. You basically watch the film if you watch the trailer.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, so, yeah, so beware on that count. Uh, for folks who are curious about our podcast. Uh, We uh, do basically what the trailer does, which is spoil the film. Eventually, we will throw up a spoiler alert because folks who are new to the podcast, uh, what Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews does when we're not interviewing people or something of that nature is that we critique and dissect films, not just review so as a result, we get into spoilers and talk details about scenes and specifics and metaphors and all that other stuff. So uh, we will throw up a spoiler uh, soon enough. But uh, before we do, we can generally talk about uh, general stuff about the film. Um, one thing that was curious about the film is that, yeah, when you hear the, the term Medusa, um, you know the first thing everybody probably thinks of is the Medusa from The Clash of the Titans. Or yeah. some you know a monster movie where <laughs> you're gonna have this giant villainous monster like a vampire, but in this case a gorgon uh come and, and basically take out people specifically uh men but uh also uh women as well and and so a lot of people may go into this film thinking they're gonna get that uh fortunately the, the wiki or i m d b uh, it does mention that a, a woman gets bit by a snake and a deadly virus plagues her body. So as you said, Barrett, it's, it's definitely more of a body horror film, uh, at the beginning anyway, the first, you know, hour or so. So it's, it's not Medusa as in the monster that everybody knows
1: of, I guess, uh,
0: um,
1: kind of, kind of not. Um, I mean, yeah, the first hour is her coming to terms with what's going on, and then the last half hour is her accepting, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll discuss... um, Not even accepting, but embracing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Now, uh, we'll also discuss um, how she was chosen. It's similar to a vampire where, you know, you're... you're, kind of chosen in a sense you know it's not like random bad luck where you get bit by a zombie and you become a zombie in, in like in a zombie film uh this film here is, is more uh um, i guess the creature that causes the the problem is more intellectuals intelligent being rather than just a, a brainless zombie um so we'll, we'll talk about that uh what else did anybody want to bring up generally? What, what I guess we can talk about um the whole situation of the film. Uh it's a curious film. Uh basically what it is 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 to set it up without spoiling, is there's a group of trailers. Uh so it looks like it may be a tr- a trailer park, uh, but it's not your regular
1: trailer park. It's it off nowhere, Phil.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's a trailer park that the trailers can be moved. So yeah, it's almost
1: like a gypsy campsite, wouldn't you say?
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so these p- folks here happen to be near the coast um of uh you know, English Channel or or Baltic Sea or or, or wherever uh, or, or the North Sea or whatever it is. I don't know what the what sea is, Atlantic Ocean whatever. But either either way, the um they're near the sea and we discover that this group or this camp isn't uh people that are traveling for vacation or uh residential retirees that own you know uh a cheap property on land that is uh basically run by a condo association uh what we discover is is that these are
1: um what uh
0: escorts prostitutes hookers i mean whatever the terms are I would say street prostitutes.
1: Markets. yeah i would say yeah. prostitutes not it, even i mean they're not escorts they're prostitutes the men they, come to them to get right. what they want
2: <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's instead of a house of ill repute it's uh campers of ill repute yeah In, it's a brothel
0: yeah they're, they're, it's almost like a traveling brothel um and so the, the setup is kind of interesting because they're like a gypsy camp, and if folks are uh, no uh, England, they do have a group of uh, uh, gypsies that that live there that aren't the Romany people, but are actually um, uh, kind of like Irish or other folks that. Are known. For people who are curious, you can see this really well in uh, that movie Snatch, where Brad Pitt plays one of those gypsies. So it's it's a well known thing, at least to me. I mean, you know, if anybody wants to correct me, please email us and let us know uh, that there are gypsy groups in the UK that aren't necessarily Romany. And so when you see these camps around, it's not anything that would would be out of the ordinary so for example if that was in the united states people would in the law enforcement would, would pretty much pick up on it pretty quickly while here you could probably run a brothel a traveling brothel without police or residents really knowing or even caring just for the fact as long as they're uh on the qt they could probably get away with it without being noticed just for the fact that oh it's just one of those gypsy camps that come come through the town every so often. Uh,
1: yeah, and it travels, so it's, you know, if they see trouble coming, they can leave. Right. <laughs>
2: well the thing is is that in um in, in in the United Kingdom a lot of times they're called travelers. They're not even called gypsies, they're more called travelers.
0: There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So uh, folks with uh no necessary residential address, in a sense, I guess. Right, Kevin? Oh yeah.
2: Well, I think some of them will have PO boxes. Uh, if some people want to get uh, through to them, or if they have friends that uh, are, that would play host to them, uh, they would use their address as their uh, mailing address.
0: There you go. So yeah, yeah. So this is a. Uh a prostitution ring that travels uh but um the, the problem is is that you do have the other things that come with illegal prostitution uh which is uh pimps and drug use and other nefarious things that unfortunately um make uh I guess the providers uh victims in a sense yeah women get
1: abused in these situations
0: right yeah so it's not like the the legal brothels throughout europe it's it's basically underground sex trade which makes uh people who are vulnerable i guess um vulnerable people that are vulnerable become vulnerable
1: so, yeah they get preyed upon
0: yeah exactly and uh this film uh, shows that Uh, Somewhat, uh, especially with our lead character, um, because uh, she happens to be um, and her her name is Collie, played by Megan Purvis, um, because she happens to be also a recovering addict. Um, And uh, I guess the film starts off with her falling off the wagon. Isn't that right? That's the reason why she comes back to working in uh, the prostitution ring. Right. Well, it it
2: yeah. seems kind of interesting because when she comes back, she, I mean, she goes back to her pimp, who is also her dealer, uh, her, her, her supplier. And the thing is, she's coming out of an actual relationship, like a, a solid relationship. And at first, everybody thinks, oh, well, he was probably just a jerk, and she just and she wanted to get away from him. And so the only thing she could do was get back to uh, prostitution. But it sounds like she left him, but he was actually a nice guy to her. And it was kind of the—I I mean, I don't know how, how much in the, spoiler, in, in the spoilers this would be, but it, it just seemed a lot like she didn't think she was worthy of him. And she probably wanted to get her fix back, uh, you know. And so, yeah, I I don't know if I would call her recovering uh, drug user, but uh, definitely uh, fell off the wagon.
0: Barrett, what about you? What do you think? Is Kevin right on that, all that?
1: Yeah, I think she's not really recovering. She has not gotten over. She's an addict, and I don't think she has any support group for helping her not be an addict. So even if she quits for a little while, pure will is not going to work to keep her from drugs. Correct. Also,
0: Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, and, and this is more implied than actually stated in the film. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me that she left him, her boyfriend, who st- appears to be straight and narrow because she was get- falling off the wagon. And as as we know, a lot of people will try to help those who fall off the wagon, but ultimately, if those folks who are the drug-addicted folk, a lot of times they have to want to be helped and want to, um, I guess, the intervention. And if they don't want it, then... Um, those folks who want to help them generally have to give up in a sense. And so I'm thinking maybe her boyfriend was one of those types where he couldn't prevent her from becoming, uh, someone that would, I guess, go back to heroin.
1: Well, and she's an addictive personality. Um, we'll see that later in the film. So it doesn't matter what it is. She becomes an addict to it. Um, so she's not she really needs a support group. She can't do it alone. And if you know, her boyfriend probably at some point you have to cut yourself off, you know.
2: Well it's yeah. interesting that it seems like nobody else in this camp, if you will, um have this problem. Well so it's a small group, so I'm not
1: surprised.
2: Yeah, but I mean I'm just saying though, it's it's just it just seems like she's the only one that uh, really has a problem with um with drugs I mean I know it's it's is it her and two other women that are prostitutes uh in this group but it's also interesting though that like I said that she um you know no one else has a problem with with drugs and they're even telling her you know you you ought to try to get help
1: well and they uh, might use drugs but they might not be addictive personalities, you know what I mean like Right. She yeah. is. So I mean, it's a, just because you use drugs doesn't mean you're an addict. Well, right? and
0: it depends on what type of drugs, too, right?
1: You don't see anybody else use drugs. No, you right. don't. But I'm just saying, it's right. it's one yeah. of those things Good. where we just don't yeah. know.
0: Well, let's put it this way: uh, the, the uh, sex workers, and, and again, this is this is just based off of um, some readings. That you know that you see in in the newspapers and blogs and on the news uh, so was, I, I'm not going to vote for any of it, but I'll, I'll say what I, what I hear, which is sex workers are more apt to be exposed to illegal substances and hard drugs but and, and therefore may be a higher percentage of people who would be addicts but not all sex workers are addicts even if a larger percentage of them compared to the general population would be um so so yeah so so in this case here you know 33% is is still a high number you know, again we're only talking of of, of three people here but that demonstrates that thirty three percent of that group in this movie that are are sex- sex providers sex workers one is is a heroin addict, and the other two are not that doesn't mean that they don't smoke pot or drink booze or or whatever else well they have but, they could have
1: other escapes too we just don't know
0: <laughs> yeah right right so so uh but but Kevin's point. Of it, it surprised him that the others aren't make sense because, you know, if you, you know, you ever see exposés on like 60 Minutes about, say, uh, the LA uh, porn industry, um, you know, a good percentage of them, and when I say good percentage, I mean higher percentage than the normal um, population, uh, are apt to be drug addicted or heroin or something um, just because of uh, you know I, I again i don't know the reasons i mean some may say it was oh because you know if you're a party or type person you're apt to do that stuff i mean i just rewatched the wolf of wall street last night and yeah i mean you know those people were hedonistic and they did everything and anything so if you figure people in the la pawn industry are quote-unquote hedonistic there's a chance that they may um try that hollywood you know celebrity drug usage that we always hear of. But also, you you could say that some people who are sex workers are there not because they want to be, and therefore, it could also be an escape for them as well. Um, Or a trap. (laughs) That's true, yep. I mean, that's how (laughs) I've seen movies and and exposés, again, about streetwalkers, where they're uh, sex trafficked women who are given... Um, highly addictive drugs so they will stay because you stay, get supplied by the pimp, for example. So that's true too. Um, So it is a interesting thing because you had other two girls, even though they are most certainly um, having multiple, uh different sex partners every day uh we don't see them having their life um like ruined by drugs as we do our lead actress character um anything else that we want to bring up uh in this general non-spoiler part no i think it's
1: i think we can drop the spoiler or go into spoilers
0: Okay, so sounds good. Yeah. I mean, that sounds good. So, uh, at this point we're going to um discuss everything and anything um in the film. So, we will talk spoilers. Uh so uh you've been warned and at this point we will throw up the spoiler and we will uh discuss everything and anything. So, uh all right, so where do we want to begin? Uh what's yeah, so what what do you guys think of uh, the lead girl uh not not the actress i mean the actress was really good but i mean and, and she's like i said she's very easy on the eyes but um just her character as a as a person you, barry you mentioned she has an addictive personality explain this
1: well she's addicted to drugs and she even says later on that you know i just found something else <laughs> to fill that addiction that void whatever she has in her that you know this new thing is what what Takes control of her,
0: right, right. And what is a detective personality generally? What, what, what's that? Explain that for for, for folks like myself who uh, have heard the term often and kind of understand what it may mean just based off of the term, but but definition wise, or, or what you understand it to be.
1: Well, someone who who needs a particular thing so much that they'll ignore everything else you know, to the exclusion of getting that thing.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that Like, Yeah. So like someone that uh, will gamble, drop all their responsibilities and just focus on gambling. You know, we've heard sex addicts. Uh, We've heard of uh, obviously drug addiction. We've heard of people who eat too much, just, you know, because they're they're food addicts. Uh, there's also um, shopping addiction, and, and even some people who where they become hoarders and stuff. Right? I mean,
1: yeah. And I think everybody has a little bit of addictive personality in them in some areas, but it's when it controls you to the point where you don't you start to lose control of your life because of it is when you you know the the addictive personality comes in.
0: Right, right. Um, now, Kevin, if, uh, what, what's your thoughts on, on addictive personalities and, and whatnot? Is there anything you want to add to it, what Barrett has brought up?
2: Um, me, Barrett pretty much hit the nail on the head with it. I, as far as I've, I've known, uh, I mean, addictive personalities could also be, I, well, I think kind of going along with Barrett, it's just someone who could be easily addicted to something. Like uh some people might like you're talking about gambling or sex or whatever. Yeah, like some people can, can gamble and it's like, Okay, fine, I gamble, whatever. I I'll I'll do something else. Yeah. It, it, in other words, they don't feel the, the need to come back. They don't feel the need to do it again. They don't feel the, the addiction, you know, they don't have the addiction to want to gamble again. Yeah, excuse me. But anyway, um, like, I, I mean, I I think it's, like I said, somebody who you know, they, they try gambling once, it's like, all right, fine, you know, and they leave and, you know, but then others, it's just, they, they kind of have this, oh, just one more, you know, just one more slot, just one more hand, just one more table, just one more day and all that, or just, you know, a couple hundred more dollars or whatever. It's just, whereas someone who doesn't have the addictive have an addictive personality you know let's just say they they you know we're talking about gambling you know it's like okay well they'll they'll go through you know they'll say well i'm only going to spend a hundred bucks you know on on a table or on slots or whatever and they go through it and they're like yeah okay done and they have no real desire to try it again or try more it's just okay i've had the experience um and that's it and so and also this woman, um, are, are we? Because every time when I when I see uh, the main character, there there seems to be more than just an addictive personality. Because like with her friends and the her, her fellow prostitutes, one minute she's all nice and friendly, and the next minute she's just mean to them Like she'll say something nasty to him. And it's kind of weird to see somebody. I mean, it's one. Geez, oh yeah, I mean they're they're doing stuff. She's all chummy with them, and all of a sudden she just insults them. You know, which makes me wonder if there's there's something more there than just just. At, I mean, I don't know what addictions can do to somebody, but to kind of turn on somebody like at, at the drop of a you know at the drop of a hat. Um, it kind of makes me wonder. And also it see it's obvious that she has uh for at least the first part of the movie she has a very low self esteem a very low self look because she kinda i mean she found a guy that she liked that really liked her that was giving her pretty much a good world like the other two prostitutes would have, and then she gave it all up, you know it's almost like she's like i'm not worthy of this and so she leaves the guy he does need professional help unfortunately she doesn't get it right
0: yeah yeah i mean i oddly well i don't know oddly but i would i would think maybe she's not even looking for help maybe i mean it seems like she Want- would what's that
2: i don't think she wants it if she really wanted it she would have found it or like if she said to her boyfriend, you know, I really need help, I think her boyfriend probably would have done
0: something to help her. Right. Well, let's let's talk about her situation. So she's a former prostitute that now is rejoining the pr- prostitution and it appears the reason she's doing it is specifically because of drugs. But you know that she's now back because it's an easy way to get money to pay for, I guess, the next high. Am I am I right to think that is is that why she's going back to prostitution?
1: I don't think she has any choice but good to go back to it because she gets her drugs from her pimp, and that kind of put her in a position where she like probably often owes him. Oh, yeah, sure. You can have it right now now you need to sleep with this guy for me now. Do you guys believe if she wasn't an addict
0: or someone that has fallen off the wagon, she wouldn't be a prostitute? Well, she wouldn't have gone back to. It.
1: I don't think it was necessarily her choice to do it. I mean when later on when she's talking to the pimp, she basically says that,
0: but if she wasn't an addict. Would you think she would be doing prostitution? Meaning, if she wasn't an addict, she could at least, you know, get a job as a waitress or or, or something. Where... I
1: wonder if if she, I don't know. It's a hard one because she might have become more of an addict because she went into prostitution because she owed him for the drugs that she's gotten from him. And that created a downward spiral that made her more of an addict. Do you know what I mean?
0: Right, right. Yeah, and and again, we don't know if she became an addict first,
1: and then right. That is definitely not told to us. Right,
0: right. Because yeah, you know, maybe she again, we, again, it's not told to us, but maybe you know, she was a potty girl like any you know college kid, and she unfortunately tried a harder drug, became addicted to it and started getting these drugs from who then said, Hey, if you work as a a prostitute for me, I can give you, you know, as much drugs as you want. You know, that maybe that happened. And then, and then, then and then it's like, you know, the unending spiral, which is, uh, I need the drugs. So because she's addicted to it and then she sells her body to get, the money for the pimp to buy the drugs, you know, and so it's just an unending run yeah, I'm
1: sure he started her off slowly, you know, so it was this slow here's some drugs, uh now you owe me, hey, just do this once for me until eventually she was completely under his control and living at this campground,
0: right, right, yeah, and uh, now, um I'm guessing uh. Well, actually, actually, let me just say this. Uh, for folks who are curious, uh, obviously, the, you know, it's prostitution and and whatnot. Uh, oddly, the the exploitation elements of this film are very minimal. So there's no nudity or anything like that, or or sex scenes or anything of that nature. So um, that that was I thought was interesting because once I found out, you know, the first 15 minutes of this film that it was prostitution and drugs i was like oh okay this is it's going to be one of those type of films which is there's going to be a lot of uh a grindhouse type uh elements to the film or pulp fictiony type elements to the film but oddly there wasn't at least my thoughts what do you guys think
1: yeah i i agree with you i mean it wasn't a hugely there there wasn't really nudity in it was there i'm trying to think of a specific scene no no, no. she was no, no, no. they were always clothed in sexy stuff but not you know you didn't get to see the deed or anything right
0: right yeah yeah i mean i mean it was you know the the, the closest to nudity you get is um uh a g-string at one point and that's it
1: yeah right? it, it's focused on the story really i mean that, that stuff's just you know a side thing it's not so they don't show it really yeah, yeah, so so, yeah. so
0: they're not they're not really doing fan service elements in the film, you, you know, the midnight movie elements in the film, even if it is a, a, a horror film um, about
1: prostitution partly. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: about prostitution and and <laughs> and, and, and heroin in and, and in a sense too. So yeah, yeah. So so, so it is kind of interesting how that's made. So that be aware for folks who are looking in, at this film is like, oh, this is going to be all right. It's not a monster movie, like you know, I thought it would be, maybe it'll be that midnight, um, 42nd street movie, but it's not one of those either. So just, just a heads up, even if, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, what do we want to talk about? Well, one thing I want to say is if you can get this film with subtitles and you're not from the UK, it may be a wise thing to do.
1: Yeah, some of the accents are difficult to understand at times. I didn't have really many problems with it myself, but, you know, I know sometimes my wife and I hear different people differently. So, like, she'll have a hard time with some of the accents from over there. And sometimes I'll have a hard time with accents from different locations. So, Actually,
2: I, I wanted to get the captions because of uh, background noise.
0: Oh, what do you mean in the film? Background noise in the film? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe maybe you're right.
1: I didn't um, notice that at all, but
0: Yeah. But yeah, I definitely had some problems with the the accents for sure and, and some of the slang, but mostly the accents. Um so I, w- I would have put it on the subtitles and watched it similar to um uh that Danny Boyle film. Uh what the heck was that Danny Boyle film that Edwin McGregor and Robert Kylo they they were all druggies and stuff.
1: Train spotting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, film yeah. I had to leave the
0: subtitles on. Well Snatch is like that too. I can understand is one? Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> film the 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 witch. I had to put the subtitles on for that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so this is, this one's not as bad as those three, but, but it definitely it would have helped me a little bit. That's for sure. Uh, I would have been Chevy chase and European vacation, trying to figure out what was going on. Dad, he's speaking <laughs> English. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, what, what do we want to talk about? Let's, let's talk about, uh, I guess the whole situation. So there's a, there's her pimp that we know is, is, uh, not a good guy. Um, at, at least at the beginning, he doesn't sh- show too much violence. Yeah, he account.
1: doesn't seem real bad at the beginning. You don't really see him get bad until way into the film.
0: Right, right. I mean, he's bad in the sense that he knows that... Uh, he's
1: a pimp. He's a pimp. He's bad. <laughs> well, well, that's true, too. But, but He's I was living say, off he, of some other people having sex but, and but, not but, doing anything.
0: But the the other problem too is is that he's a drug deal supplier as well.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: you know. Um, so that that's unfortunate. Uh, so so yeah, so he's he's not a good guy in that way. But uh, as a person who uh interacts with general people at the beginning of the film, he he doesn't show any anything that would be considered uh, criminal. Yeah, or or dangerous, I should say. Um, then, then there's a the the a woman that works there. That's an older woman who probably it's kind of the
1: madam, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess she's like a madam. Yeah, so she's the one that takes care of the girls. So basically, you get the pimp who brings the clients or or gets the the the, the prostitutes their clients, and then you have the madam who works for the pimp who takes care of the girls to make sure everybody uh, does. What they're supposed to and it is there during working hours and whatever. Um, and then there's a couple other handful of, of strange characters um, that appear too, including uh, our uh, a, a couple of Johns, I guess. Um, so we'll we'll talk about them as well. Um, but uh, where do we want to start? Where do we want to go? What, what does people want to bring up? Um, I'm trying to 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 lead us, but but anybody else want to lead us, or, you know, bring up something?
1: Well, we first encounter, I mean, she comes back to the camp. We already talked basically about that and her leaving her boyfriend and all that. She comes back to the camp and then they're all all of the women there kind of telling her that you know, she's got issues <laughs> when she gets back and that they're worried about her or whatever. Um, and then soon after that, they have their first like little party with With men that are sent there, right?
0: Right, right, yeah.
1: And she has some shy guy that... I don't know. It's kind of an interesting scene. Yeah, but
0: but, but before he shows up, she's already been bitten by the snake,
1: right? Right, it's like her... Oh, yeah, you're right. So the snake... So she meets with that guy first, right? Yeah, so
0: so basically, when she gets there, she's there for a little bit, and they don't really show the day-to-day, so we're assuming that she's probably had a numerous johns within the, a week or two. Yeah. But, she's
1: taken over there by herself. I mean, by the, by the pimp, right? Yeah. To that guy's yeah. house. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so this, the, they have a special, uh, I guess what they call out calls. I guess, or, or uh, what would you call that? Uh, house hey, call. House call. House, calls? house yeah. call. Yeah, that's it. House call. Yeah. So the, the pimp asked to bring her over there and, this is the first time I think that the pimp kind of seems like a, a little bit of a dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he starts coming off bad. He starts coming off badly. He's not like a total, total ass yet, but yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, some of the was, he was kind of telling her, don't screw this up. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's like a, a boyfriend client or something. I, I don't. I don't really know.
1: No, I think that's uh, exactly what he was saying to her. Right, right,
0: and for some reason she was off that night, and I don't know if it was because she had taken illegal substances, or or she was just, I don't know. But either way, he kind of noticed that she had some issues going, and so he was really trying to, he was being a dink, trying to, you know, you know, stay focused.
1: Yeah. Um, so, let's start, yeah. This guy's really weird, this guy she meets with, he's really bizarre.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I'm thinking that, that these folks here and I don't know if this is a stereotype or not but this guy and and whatnot, it's kind of reminding me of the stereotypes of, of what we see from uh, um, Caribbean Islanders that happen to live in the UK because you know the, yeah. and still does own a number of Caribbean Islands so I'm I'm thinking that's where they were going with this—that the Medusa virus and all that was coming from from the Caribbean, maybe. Or, or, or it did
1: kind of have that voodoo vibe to it, didn't it?
0: Yeah, I felt that way. So yeah, this guy's a little weird, uh, and he has a snake. Who? Uh, what, what was the snake's name? <laughs> I can't remember
1: snake?
0: it. <laughs> um, it was. Um, it was the name of the woman that that later we see later. Uh, is it Alexis?
1: Yes, I think it's Alexis. Alexis. Yeah, yeah,
0: yep. yeah. So basically, let me ask you this: Do you guys think Alexis the Snake is Alexis the woman? I don't, but I... because we don't. We didn't see the snake and the Alexis, the snake and Alexis, the woman
1: together. Yeah, it is kind of weird because she does say, "Oh, she—it's the snake's off doing things." <laughs> she says later on when she's looking for the snake and she doesn't see it anywhere in the house. Right. So
0: I, I got the the vibe that this was a, obviously, obviously it was a supernatural film, obviously because even though it's a
1: virus,
0: we find out it's more than just a virus. But
1: I'm also thinking that. Well, it could be a supernatural sickness, really. You know. Yeah, that's true.
0: But but I'm also thinking that there's a shape shape shifter here, which is Alexis. The woman is the carrier, or or, or something that 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 gave that turned into the snake and bit
1: Kali. It's very possible. We don't have enough information to say for sure, but yeah, it feels that way a little bit. Um, And she could be invested with that from the rest of the women that you meet later on.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. So Alexis, the woman um, is a person of color, uh, specifically Caribbean uh, or African sub sub-Saharan person of color. And, and John who oddly is, John, right? Is is John the name of the guy, the weirdo, the the guy that owned the snake? Am I right? There? All we see. Or is it Jimmy?
2: It, I don't know. See, so all I thought was uh, it
0: was just called Tank Top. Yeah, you're right, Tank Top. Yeah, so I, I think that's him. You're right. So we never really get this guy's name.
1: Yeah, Jimmy's her pimp. That I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking that Alexis. Was running the entire show, and oh yeah, and the guy, the John, was just—he was a pawn. Yeah, a pawn to to get collie there. Now the question is: Was collie chosen, or
1: yes. okay? Explain. She was why chosen you, for sure.
0: Why do you think she was chosen to be infected with the virus? Because they
1: kind of say that at the end. All right. Explain what 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 do they say exactly? You I don't know exactly what they said, but as they all come together and when they're talking, it just—I I swear that I heard them say that she was chosen at one point at the very end there.
0: Right now, let me ask you this: Do you think that she was chosen because uh, she is a drug user or addictive personality, or maybe? Um, something else you know even though she's pretty strong willed maybe she has low self esteem so she, you could say she's she's weak in a sense too because of the low self esteem what do you think do you think that's I think they were
1: looking thinking? for someone strong actually
0: and yeah. and someone that wouldn't be noticed by because you know they're a fringe society someone on, on yeah edge. yeah
1: exactly right? yeah. but she couldn't whether even though she was an addict, they needed someone who was strong, and you see her strength come out later on. As it takes more hold of her, right, yeah, 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 so I'm,
0: I'm that the the addiction was what brought her to the fringes of society, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she was
1: a weak willed person, exactly, right, and they saw something in her that maybe she didn't see in herself,
0: that's true, so she gets bit by this John's snake. And this is where the film begins to uh,
1: do the body horror um, and change a bit. Um, yeah, and, it's where the slow burn starts to become a hotter burn.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because this is like almost 30 minutes into the film, I think. When yeah. It finally gets affected. So the first 30 minutes is really just the setup, introducing the characters, and her her issues you know we we see some some uh, unfortunate scenes where she's on the side of the the um <clears throat> the camp injecting herself with heroin which is unfortunate
1: yeah so for some reason this this well and it could have been from the pain from the bite but yeah she she takes heroin one last time wouldn't you say it's the last time i think it is yeah i think you're right yeah, I think you're right. But it's after she's bitten that first time, right? And then she does the heroin and she never does it again.
0: Right, right. Um,
1: oh, wait. So. Did heroin before uh, being bitten? Because I remember she it was, was before bitten. the bite. OK, that's what I was trying to remember. So it was before the bite, but it's the last time she does heroin, right? Uh, I don't know. That we see. Oh, oh actually, actually,
0: I know. Yeah, they show her doing heroin twice. Once before the bite, for sure, and that was when that's, she's just all depressed and whatnot, right? And and she does it on the side of the the um, hill that leads to the beach. And then there's another time where I thought she, she did it when after she started. After she
1: was bit, yeah. So yeah. after she's bit, she does it one more time, and that's the last time she does it because it, it prob- doesn't give her the same thing that she was looking for, and she's also got this bite working on her.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and, and the bite is in her uh, upper inner left thigh and um, because, again, you know, the snake was on the ground, jumps up, the closest thing you can get is your leg, so it got her in the thigh and so she, every time she checks you know she has to pull up her shirt <laughs> that, a little bit and you it's you can see it's like a rash that grows and stuff and it isn't, even has the two teeth marks like a vampire you
1: that know, was like a funny to... scene i thought it was gonna bite her even more further up the way it looked right 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 <laughs> yeah well that's the thing If this was
0: gonna go the exploitation grindhouse way they probably exactly would <laughs> yeah. yeah which is kind of funny because uh uh some of this other guy's or this this little you know this production company's films, I've I've heard I haven't seen any of them uh, are kind of grindhousey. So this one's a little different uh, than some of them. So I guess they do a a, a wide mix of of films, and, and most of them, of course, are lower budget because um, it's a you know a, a, a do it yourself group of folks.
1: Um, Let me ask you something. So there's a scene at the very beginning of the movie. Of her, it looks like her in like a weird form and killing a guy. Is that from later in the movie? Like, is it a flat a flashback or? I say I think forward. that was a flash forward. Flash forward, okay. Uh,
0: or, or what we saw at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, yeah the very well, beginning well,
2: of the movie, you see I, the creature and.
0: But was that Alexis?
2: I thought that was Alexis because uh, they showed a picture of Alexis with the the other prostitutes later.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: so it could have been Alexis Barrett. Yeah, I might need to rewatch that to see if I get more from that, having seen it one time.
0: Yeah, right, right. Because, again, the the woman's in shadows, so you can't even tell. um, And she's got that snake face. (laughs) Yeah, she's got the snake face, so it... And it's very dark, so you barely can see it. But you know there's something weird about the face and the body is, is could be either Alexis's or Kylie's, and you can't tell if if it's a person of color or not. Again, because it's dark, so you just can't tell. Um, so, but you're right. Maybe if you we, we play it and listen to the voice or something, that that's a good question.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, know. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, continue.
0: Right, um, but yeah. So basically, uh, the the movie from that point on begins to show uh, her leg rash slowly getting worse and worse um, each time. You know, each time she she checks, basically.
1: Well, and it's funny because all of the people that are in her little camp think she's having problems with drugs, and that's not it at all.
0: Right, 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 yeah, because she's having panic attacks and and whatnot, and she's not telling them what happened, right? I mean, no,
1: she didn't tell anybody, which is yeah. a little odd in itself.
0: Right, right, and well, and we don't really see what happens, it's a weird thing, because she gets bit by the snake, and then they cut from that to the next day she's in bed or something, waking up, Yeah, and yeah, so, so I don't know what happened, we don't know what happens, and they don't have a scene later in the film that shows us what happened during that. I, I guess eight hours of or twelve hours of uh, uh, whether she passed out, whether she was in some sort of hallucination that she can't remember or whatnot. It just she, it just just cuts from the bite to her waking up and finding out that she has a rash. Yeah. Now. Do you guys, could this be also a, like, you know, some people say the movie It Follows was a, or could be looked at as a commentary on sexually transmitted diseases. Do you think this film had anything with this virus to, you know, have something to do with sexually transmitted diseases? And this was a, like,
2: metaphor for it? I don't think so. Didn't seem like that to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I didn't think so either. I I was just wanted to, uh, don't, don't uh, hire the services of a prostitute, but that's about it. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the only reason I was throwing that out was because we're, she got bit because obviously, even though that makes sense that that's where she would be bit, you know, because a, a snake on the ground, she's sitting, uh, she's sitting down on this guy's John's lap and the snakes obviously loose on the ground, bites her on the, on the thigh. Makes sense. But again, you know, they could have had her be a bit on the foot or or the ankle or something. But uh, to have it on the thigh, um, yeah, is the only reason why I said, oh, maybe maybe it is a metaphor, but maybe not. I don't I, think I, it I was think... a
1: metaphor, but I do think that it was part of the sexual act that was going on at that point. And if it was Alexis transformed into a snake, then they even more so. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um.
0: Yeah, so so obviously yeah, she's she's now having uh a uh, nervous breakdown type, you know, very very uh freaking out type of thing. Um I don't know why she actually I don't even know if she could, maybe because of the type of job she is or who she is, she she couldn't go for medical attention. Uh I don't know.
1: I don't know, she could have told somebody about it, and they might have, that woman seemed pretty concerned about their well-being as far as that they were in shape to have, you know, sex with people.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, so I don't know why she didn't say, again, almost like she was embarrassed or something, Or, or maybe she thought if she told people, she would be put on the sidelines and therefore not be making money and therefore not getting the truck she needs, And so she was worried about that? I don't know.
1: Well, she was already being treated with kid gloves by everybody worried about her being an addict. So that was already there. She probably just didn't want to deal with yet one more thing for them to crow about, you know? (laughs) Right, right.
0: Yeah, that that could be true. Uh, I don't know. What what do you think, Kevin? What, What did you think caused her to keep all this to herself?
2: Well one
0: um
2: I think it was I mean, she realized there was something to this snake bite that uh it was more i don't know it almost seemed like it was more than a snake bite to her, like she realized it, but then also um, this this guy that she had um, you know, she had this experience with her pimp, I forgot his name was saying that oh yeah. I, Guys, a friend of mine, or you're doing like you're doing me a favor. So if she goes off, and accuses him of doing something, even if it sounds like she's accusing him of doing something wrong, she's afraid that he might get upset. Because I mean, we find out later how much of a jerk this guy is when he, when he punches her. Um. So it's it's altogether possible that she might just be afraid of her pimp because if she causes. If she says, oh, yeah, I, I got bit by a snake, I'm not feeling good, you know, it's one of those, well, you're not making me... Money. He might He might be upset. And so she's. she's obviously afraid of him.
1: Actually, that makes a lot of sense, yeah, because... I would if- agree, except for the fact that I don't think she realizes how violent he can get at this point. I don't think she realizes how violent he can get at this point. She doesn't get... He doesn't get violent with her until after that, right? Like later on.
0: Yeah, unless and again if if
1: if this is the case they they should have set
0: it up better unless in her prior uh work for him, you know, before the film even started, um he was a uh, violent
1: to her. And and she knows it, but you would think She'd have been smarter than in that situation,
0: yeah. Yeah, or or the script would have let us know that that she's worried about saying anything. Yeah,
1: yeah, right.
0: And if she's she, I mean, either way, she's you can feel why she'd feel a little worried because if she says the truth, which is uh, that John you sent me to bit me, a snake bit me, um, and look what happened to me, I'm, I'm getting this rash, then. Yeah, who knows how the pimp would react, because, again, he was the one that says, don't screw this up and all this other stuff. Um, and he could even say, no, no, you know, like, no one's going to go with you now, you know, look at you now, you know, whatever. So I don't know. Yeah, it could be that. But. So, yeah, there could be a number of reasons why she kept it, because if she tells people then she can't work. Right. She, I think that's probably the biggest issue. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good possibility. Because she goes to work right that night, so <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. And as you notice, uh, every time she does go to work, she makes sure that the lights are dimmed because you know if they're not dimmed, um, people are going to see you know her her leg with the rash on it that the, the snake bite. Um. So. Uh, I guess we can start talking about Alexis now. Um, oh, well, yeah, I mean, we, we see it actually, even before we see Alexis, right? She already notices she's changing, right? She, there's the, there's a cool scene when she's looking in the mirror and her, oh, I her love eyes, that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Her <laughs> eyes turn into the snake eyes and those were pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and then, then of course we we have the the John like you said uh, Barrett, the, the shy guy. And I thought the shy guy was
2: happening wh- I mean I thought the shy guy was her first John after after the snake bite. It is. Yeah, so it what happens is, is that so she
1: bites she kind of like bites the guy.
0: Yeah, she her teeth she she begins to have like snake teeth too, right? Snake
1: teeth. Right. Yeah, and he finds the stuff on her leg. That's what
2: so he, Isn't that what... She freak? Well, no, I don't think he finds the stuff on her leg. He just... Oh, no, he
0: just touches her there, and she, like, freaks out. Right, yeah,
2: because it's kind of yicky. Right. And, yeah, and it hurts, probably, still. Right. So if she yeah. freaks out, and I think, well, she also grabs him in a way that she starts squeezing his neck, like you can almost hear, and then she actually, I can't remember if she bites him, but she's about ready to it, and she's, like, freaking out, and she runs out, and so the guy... The guy, you know, the, the, the shy guy is like, hey, you know, what's going on? You know, he's he's kind of I wouldn't say freaking out, but he's in. Uh, you know, he, he's he's well, he's freaking out a little bit. He's a bit confused and he's just a little like, ah. And then. Uh, after that, though, he. Um, uh, what was I going to say after that, though? He. Uh, we don't hear from him. And so the, the the madam essentially says, "Okay, you know, we'll we'll pay it. You know, you don't have to pay yet, pay anything, and you know, we'll pay you back." But at the end, uh, so that then that's when she's she goes into the bathroom, and she and she sees herself like she dies, and she's like, "Oh my goodness!" And she's looking at her teeth, and she's wondering what on earth is going on here.
0: Right. I also liked how when she attacked the guy, when she was like grabbed him like a choke, it was almost like um, a snake choke, right? Like like a python? Yeah. Yeah. So that that was, I think so, that was probably intentional too. Um, Yeah. And so, yeah, she now knows that something's up um, and it's scaring her. But as uh, folks have mentioned already, she's, she's also kind of liking it as well. It's one of those things where you're at first frightened, but slowly you notice things like, you know, something like that, you know, Barrett, I know you were on that episode uh, for dark discussions podcast, the, the main podcast for the news network, uh, the Jacob's wife, Mm -hmm. where, where the wife is bit by a vampire and slowly turns into a vampire, and at first is freaked out, but then starts noticing that this is good.
1: Yeah, when you have no power and go to having some power, it's kind of intoxicating, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, a power corrupts absolutely, right? So, um, I think Kali is kind of like that too, because obviously she attacked this uh, shy guy, who was no threat to her at all, Uh, but... You know, so she's freaking out, but then slowly, you know, the next few days later, she's beginning to notice um, that she's has a strength or a power that allows her to, at least in her eyes, feel that she can now stand up for not only herself, but for her her 2 coworkers there.
1: Yeah, and it's not um, like her power is not fully fleshed out yet if that makes sense. Like she's going through changes. So she's not, she thinks she's stronger than she is at some points, I think. And then she's more strong than she thinks at other points.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I think too. Um, So yeah. So throughout the film, uh, basically we're, we're beginning to see her gain certain powers and, and again, it's interesting, too, because the film, since again, it's a low budget film, we're not going to see like this giant Medusa creature like, you know, people may think when we're, we're, you know, when you decide to watch a film like this, but you'll see things that kind of are snaky like and Medusa like that are part of the body horror that will ultimately succumb, make, you know, colleagues succumb to them. But, but. It's it's not uh, a full blast monster movie, I guess. Yeah,
1: was, and I like that. I like the subtle monster bit because you retain your humanity, but you're you're still you've changed.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, now, is she a? It, let me ask you this again. Let me rephrase it in my mind and, and say it out loud. What What I'm asking is. If she had had the choice never to be bit by Alexis, the snake, would she have not been bitten? Because that's the question. And by the end of the film, is she...
1: That's a hard question because I think part of the change makes her like the change. Right. Not all of it. Like, part of it's because she's been so low you know, and treated poorly for a while that I think, and, and the addictive personality, she's replaced one addiction with another. Sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, obviously if, if she was living in a situation where she wasn't a person on the edge of society that was working as a prostitute with a drug addiction, I think she would choose to be quote unquote, a normal person, whatever yeah. normal means. Yeah. Um, you know, just to say that the normal suburban uh, woman, wh- whatever that means, I can mean anything. I mean, uh, executive at an office building, or it could mean uh, a homemaker with children. It, but either way, that it's normal versus what she's doing. So, I think she would probably choose that first. But based off the situation that she's in, as the drug addict prostitute on the edge of society with l- lousy pimp's, maybe by the end, this is a godsend for her. Yeah. Um, All right, so let's talk about Alexis, the woman. What do you guys what what, What's going on with her? She she kind of gives a little exposition, but again, I didn't have the subtitles, so it was a little difficult for me to figure out what was going on at points, what they were trying to communicate, because I'm terrible with English accents. But it's not just that
1: though; she's not talking straight out through most of this at this point. She's kind of being vague, and she's kind of you know, hinting at what has happened and what's going to happen. Right,
0: right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and, and but Kali knows that she has the, the answer, right?
1: Mm. Does she know that?
0: Well, definitely not at first, right? Because she says, where's the snake? And she doesn't come to the connection that, is the snake alexis as i kind of do which makes sense because you know if you're in a in the real world and you don't know you're in a horror film you're not going to believe that someone can turn into a snake so for her she's she doesn't get the answers but i think later as the film goes on she starts getting ideas right that alexis the woman has the answers
1: Yes, and I also think, oh sorry, go ahead, Kevin you, Well, she, <laughs> she actually
2: well, she does something well first of all, she does something that she knows she's not supposed to do is she leaves the compound without her pin. um i mean it I mean they are supposed to stay on site the entire time unless if they have uh particularly uh what you call it uh, uh permission, but the funny part is is that. I mean she she you see her walking through what looks like a cornfield and she makes it somehow she knows where she's supposed to go and she finds this place where she went to with the the snake bite and that's when she starts talking to uh start talking to the woman there where asking where's the snake and she says oh yeah you know he's off doing you know what snakes do she's like oh okay and she's like I really want to talk about what happened last night you know and next thing you know She's brought to a teepee, um which I didn't think they had over in England, but in a teepee. And um there's the guy that she had that she had the appointment with and he is dead. Uh looks like his throat's it uh, looks like something uh, he has a, a wound in his throat because of, there's blood coming from his throat, so it's probably a bite. And it looks like well, he, he's covered first. At first, you think, what the heck is that? It looks like a, you know, kind of like a dried white substance. Turns out, I mean, it's probably um, snake venom or something like that. Uh, but he's covered in it. I'm like, what the heck happened to this guy? But
1: uh, he de- he's dead. It was almost like the white molting stuff on her leg when she got bit. The white stuff. Because she seemed to have that white stuff on her leg as well round right. wound, and it was growing in size. And then when she peels her skin off later on, you kind of get the feeling that the same thing.
0: <laughs> right, right. And, and this scene actually kind of surprised me because I, at first, thought he was more than just a, uh, I guess... Peon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and this is where we find out that it's really Alexis, the woman who's running the entire show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because we think it's him at first in Solvist. And it's interesting because it starts out with him under a sheet, too. So you, I mean, you, we know who it is, but and she does, too, really, probably, but she doesn't know for sure until she pulls that sheet off.
0: Right, right, exactly.
1: But strangely, she doesn't seem that affected by it, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, that's true, too. Uh... I I I guess maybe she 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 was already accepting something that was 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 weird going on
1: and I think that's part of the mind change she was having as this is it's changing her I think not just physically but mentally as well right that's true yeah and I think the human part of her and the supernatural part of her are still at war and what's going to, you know, take over eventually. I think that's why, you know, she becomes kind of vulnerable to her pimp after this. She she doesn't realize that she's getting herself into trouble by what she's saying and what she's already done.
0: Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Um.
0: So, yeah, so that was the, I think that was the big reveal. I mean, we obviously, any, I mean, for the audience, we already know the title of the film is Medusa, right? So we, and we all, we know it's a horror film. So we know something, this doesn't necessarily surprise us as much as it, I guess it would surprise the character itself. Yeah. But <laughs> but um, I think the surprise in this was that Alexis is the the, you know, the big, Shot and this guy was just a peon, and it kind of also, you know, I know the terms patriarchy and matriarchy are, are used too often, and and they're always used in the wrong terminology because patriarchy and matriarchy, you know, don't actually mean what people say. It usually means you know father and and mother type stuff, and and woman family members and and, and male family members, but. Um, if we use it in the bastardized ways that it's become used, um, this is almost like the matriarchy taking, taking a stand. And, and when we look at like the madam later in the film, she, and, and when people say patriarchy and matriarchy again, woman can be part of the patriarchy in a sense. Yeah. And, do you think this film has anything to do with that? Where they're they're talking about because I mean again offline oh they're definitely
1: talking about matriarchy patriarchy um, type of things in this film. I mean right. you can't get around that. Um, I mean traditionally matriarchy was a you know civilization run by women and you know power was gained through the female side. Um, patriarchy is just the opposite, it's the male side. Right,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. And and actually, even even when a society is neither, technically, it's always thrown in as patriarchy anyway.
1: Um, Well, I don't think that we've been part of any matriarchies in modern history or even all the way back pretty far. I don't think it's existed as an actual thing for a long time.
0: It's possible, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying that any society now, even if it is... Somewhat equal or or somewhat equal where power comes from um it's still always called patriarchy anyway, probably because um it's been historically that way or something I don't know,
1: but yeah, anyway, was, ch- changes are more um slow than and so you don't you could say that we're not entirely a patriarchy anymore. Cause there's a lot of women that are in power, but then people on the other side could look at it and say, there's not enough in power. So we're still truly a patriarchy. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure.
0: Now, now me me and you work for the same company and we worked on projects together. And as we know, our company that we work, um, is, is, is way more woman management than male management in our company, for sure. And our company that we work for is a, is a, you know, a huge 60,000 employee or more company. So, um, so we we've seen it seen seen it you know and and it's fine it's just interesting um but uh when uh so yeah because I said offline too that this film was uh, other things too I said it could be like um the lower class exploiting other people in the lower class and the
1: upper class Getting to, you know,
0: I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of things you could, you could come out with of this
1: film. Yeah, I don't guess. think we see the upper class in this film. No, not at all. <laughs> it's all the lower class and how they each feed upon each other, kind of. I mean, because the pimp is feeding off of all of these other people that are lower than his social level, um, or maybe the same, I guess, if you look at it. Um, right. And then he's got the madam who watches and tends these women, who's kind of like a step above them um and she's kind of exploiting that what does she do besides watch them you know what i mean right so. right
0: yeah yeah it is interesting i mean i guess the only person that isn't uh lower class is probably the the shy guy and and that's it and then everybody else in the film is lower class folk and they're in many ways exploiting each other Where whether it's because the people that they can exploit are a uh, woman or they can exploit them because they're drug addicts or whatever. But yeah, I mean, violence is used and or, or threats of violence can be used and the film shows a lot of that for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and it's interesting. Okay. So after she finds that guy's dead body and she leaves and she comes across her pimp, who's pretty pissed that she's at this this place when he told her she could only go there, you know, if he's taking her there, um, he acts really nice and seems really, really reasonable. And then all of a sudden he hauls off and hits her. Right. Right. Yeah. Because she
0: stands up for herself says, you can't talk to this man, this way, this way to me anymore. I can do what I want, you know, whatever we should come to an agreement. And he kind of, backs down and he says yeah all right you're right you know and and it looks like it's
1: legit but then he, he cold clocks her he does a great job in that the actor does a great job in that because <laughs> i totally wasn't expecting him to hit her i really thought he was backing down i mean it just seemed that way didn't it yeah
0: it, well, it, it, see, like, it seemed like i wasn't expecting
1: that, that at all i wasn't expecting that at all it's like oh whoa okay i wasn't expecting <laughs> that yeah, because, And we should have. We should have, because he's a pimp. We should have expected this, right? But he did such a good job of convincing us, like he was trying to convince her, that we totally didn't expect it.
0: Right. Yeah, because he he's talking to her, and, and he's almost like,
1: you know, the actor's a really good
0: actor, so you see his face, and it looks like he's comprehending what she's saying, and he's using logic, and... He's he's thinking about yeah you're right I shouldn't be like this you're absolutely right what? this is ridiculous how I'm acting you know and so you really he, uh, buy into it but as you say Barrett he's a pimp yeah he's a pimp <laughs> yeah you know, and and you know and that's what pimps do especially
1: ones that are in the illegal sex uh, work and know? it's not like she got there without him exploiting her to begin with right I mean he was exploiting her drug use to make her into a prostitute. Right.
0: Right. Exactly. Yep. Or, or using it to, uh, if not, again, we don't know if she was already a prostitute for yeah, us, but either, either, either way, um, he's, he's supplying her with drugs, which he knows is not good for her as well as it makes her dependent on him. And so, yeah, so he's a he's a scumbag, and then yeah, so then he's he we find out that he's really a, a scumbag, um, but this is when the the first real scene of violence happens, right?
1: Yeah, he hits her pretty hard, um, and then she comes back at him, <laughs> and gets the upper hand with her kind of snake moves that you talk about. She's kind of stretchy almost, and she chokes him to death, right? Yeah. And then, and then uh, breaks his neck. <laughs>
0: that's right. That's right. Yeah. So at this point, she has strength powers now too. Yeah. And then she just takes his car and drives back to the complex. Yep. Um, and this is the th- the third act here, um, and there's, there's really two big scenes that happen in the third act. Uh, one is. Um, her finding talking to another prostitute and how a John treats her. Right.
1: Yeah. Hits her. She has and, a big bruise around her eye. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: some of the Johns, uh, which is kind of surprising because you would think the pimp wouldn't, wouldn't allow that unless the John is like really, really important.
1: Yeah. And this guy didn't seem like it.
0: No, he just seemed like a a piece of trash guy.
1: Well, it's interesting because she's telling this other prostitute, you don't, you shouldn't be here. This isn't your place. Um, Do you want this to go on forever for yourself? Um, But she's also getting, she gets mad at her too because she's not doing something. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. Well, it's kind of
0: funny too because. Earlier, they were telling her the same thing,
1: right? That right, exactly.
0: Like you, 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 yeah, so so they all know that they're in a situation that if they had another choice, they probably wouldn't be doing. Yeah. It doesn't appear like any of these girls are there because they want to be there. Um, it, it's not like they're, I guess, I mean, they're a step above sh- streetwalkers, but they're definitely not escorts. Exactly. Uh, you know, so, or, or, or Pawn Stars or, or, or any, you know, uh, camera girl or whatever those, you know, because generally a lot of them, those folks just do it because they're for the money or they just like sex or, or whatever. Um, these girls seem like they're just desperate. Um, and that's why I keep on saying the edge of, of society in a sense. Um, so, yeah, so she decides to t- do her revenge on this John. Um, but, but we also get the really cool scene where we see her transformation, right? Where she, the skin is beginning to fall, come off her face and all this other stuff. That's so kind of interesting. Well, that, so it's, it's almost like a, like, lycanthrops. Like anthraps. Uh, what were you going to say, Con?
2: That, that happens after her attempted revenge yeah. against uh, the abuse of John. Yep. Um, you know, because he hits her, but then, I mean, she hits him with a baseball bat, but then she hits... He well, she does her. transform. Her face
1: transforms.
0: That's, what, that's why she. So, sh- but there was no, no. He's talking about when they meet in the. She replaces. Oh, in the trailer, three. right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: When she goes to hunt him down later, her face but transforms.
2: Exactly, because it was, I mean, it was an interesting scene. Because, well, first she's, you know, hey, I'll, I'll take over for him. You know, take over for you, and, you know, she's like, all right, and then she, 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 ta- she attacks this guy with a baseball bat and you think, oh, okay, but then all of a sudden something happens.
1: Well, she actually grabs his throat at one point, and I think she hesitates and lets him go, and that's when he grabs the bat and hits her. So well, she's not quite sure. She's not sure she wants to kill this guy yet, I think.
2: Something happened to her, like she saw something, because she freaks out and she goes back into the corner. Not because because, I mean, remember, she had just killed a guy that abused her. Yeah, but that
1: doesn't mean she's not going to hesitate a little bit.
2: Well, she didn't really hesitate the first time, so it's one of those... No, but that, you know,
1: it's not the same every time you kill somebody, I'm sure. uh,
0: Right, especially when you're not a serial killer.
1: Right, she just killed that guy and didn't really expect it the first time, and the second time, maybe she was thinking about it more. I don't know. But But Explain what you're going to
0: say, Kevin. What's your thoughts? the, The thing is is that she she
2: reacts like like she reacted that there was something on her, not that what she was doing, but something on her. It's like she looked at her skin or something, and that's when she backed out. She backed out and freaked out because it it wasn't that she was. She did not look like she was being hesitant about attacking this guy because it was obvious. Oh, right. She, because she was not. I mean, he he still had enough in him and she could tell that he still had enough in him to fight back. And like, if she stopped, he would have attacked her. But then, but she kind of screamed or whatever. And then she went back because she looked at something on her arm. I think what happened was she, she saw oh, that's
0: right. Her arm, uh, underneath her, her Correct. skin, her, her it <laughs> moved.
2: Like her, the muscles weird. Well, her arm was some, something with her arm, her arm was peeling, whatever. And that's when she freaked out and backed up. And then the guy hit her a couple of times with the baseball bat Funny part is you really don't see much of the effect of that. He leaves,
1: and yeah, I consider that part for me. That's her hesitating.
2: Yeah, I didn't think that was her. Even if
1: she, even if she saw that, it's like her not used to her new powers, her new abilities, or what's going to happen to her. She hasn't fully bought into it yet. Well, no, I thought
2: I personally thought it was she just saw her body, something going on with her body, and that just and it freaked her out. And that freaked her out. And that's when she started peeling the skin. And then she goes in the bathroom. She starts peeling the skin off her face and all that. And she's like, well, she's, she's essentially molting, um, you know, she's shedding her skin like snakes do. And then, then when she has her, her, her face, this is the interest, this is the weird part I couldn't get is that, okay, she, she, she peels the skin off her face to reveal a snake face. But she still, so she puts a hoodie on, follows this guy to, follows this guy later on that evening or the next day or something. I think it was that evening because it, I mean, how do you go through an entire day with a snake face and no one notices? Uh, so she follows him and then she essentially finds him. He flirts with her. She kind of gives, she, she acts like she's giving in. And all of a sudden she bites him. Or something like that. And then she spits, she spits venom on him and it d- dissolves his face.
1: And, you know, and that
2: essentially w- is what kills him. But uh, at this
1: point, her face isn't like a snake's yet. It's like this that, bulbous, that, it's this bulbous that, white thing. It looked weird. It didn't look like a snake's face at that point. The thing
2: is, is that me. she was peeling the skin off. I mean, she was peeling the skin off and you could see the scales on her
1: face. That, nah, that or, scene's later on when she gets into the bathroom.
2: But that's before she that went was before she I'm talking the bathroom
1: in the shack at the end that she goes into, right?
2: No, I'm talking okay, after the scene with her and the baseball bat and the guy, the guy hits her with a baseball bat, he leaves. She rushes to the bathroom, okay, locks the door. Yeah, I remember. It, okay, and so that's when she starts peeling the stuff off of her first off of her arm and then she sees it off her face. And she starts peeling the skin off of her face. And that's when she reveals the snake, the snake face. And then she runs because that's when her friend, the one that she was essentially trying to get vengeance for is pounding on the door, asking to be let in. And then she opens up the door, rushes out, pretty much tells her off, goes and finds this guy, kills him by essentially spinning venom on him. And then she comes back with the dead body in the, in the trunk. But the thing is, is that her skin is back to human. Her face is back to human. It's like, well, wait a minute. When did this happen? Like, How did this happen? When did this happen? Does it? I, I mean, that, that's I still different. didn't
1: think she was full snake face yet until the very end.
2: Well, she was pretty darn close to snake face. Uh, it looked
1: she, like white and bulbous in one of the scenes where she's following after him.
2: Of her, well, at least half of her face was snake face. I mean cuz I mean you saw the green scales as she was peeling it off it was her left side and so maybe we saw her right side but I remember specifically because I'm thinking oh okay she's got snake face now that's all scaly and then she rushes out and that's why you know and then she has the hood over her head and then she comes back and her face is perfectly fine <laughs> it's like right. All right, when did this happen how did this happen Why did this happen? It's like one minute you have
0: snake face, the next minute you don't. Well, that that was one thing that was kind of a flaw in the film, though I could understand what happened, which is because, yeah, a a critic who's going to review this will say, how could she have rip her off her skin? And then the next scene after... You know, the next scene, uh, 10 minutes later, she has all her skin back. And that, that's a good question. Though, at that point, you know, you can gather that she can turn into the Medusa snake person and then turn back. But they didn't clarify it well enough in the film, I think. Even though I think I understood that's what
1: happened. Well, kind of like Alexis turning from a snake into a human.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or Or a werewolf um turns into a person but then turns back, you know. Um another example uh recently that you know when we did um the three of us plus Mike did um a travel guide to Lovecraft Country, a podcast on the television series uh Lovecraft Country on HBO Max. Um there was a one, one a scene where a woman turns white and then she rips her skin off and, and is back to the black later. And then she could rip the skin off again and become white, and back and forth. And so I think that's what
2: was happening here. She was that was due to a magical potion she was taking. My
0: my my guess is is that's kind of what was happening here. It's like lycanthropy or something like that. But they may have not explained it well enough because, yeah, you know, ten minutes later when she's back looking at, like Carly, I could see some. Viewers being a bit confused.
2: Because I mean, one of the things I was thinking of as I was watching that part was: Do you ever see the movie Snake People? No, I've heard of it though. I've heard it was interesting. It, it was an interesting. Movie. and um And it was these two. It was a brother sister who. What they uh, did I say cat? Pe- it was cat people. I said cat people. That's.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean the the one, the black and white one, or the or the colored one?
2: The, the, the one with co- the one in color. The one. With okay, color. so the one Paul, Paul Schrader starring. Yeah, uh, Ronnie McDowell and or Malcolm yeah. McDowell, Malcolm McDowell, and uh, all that. What happened was
0: Kinski, right? Kinsky was the woman.
2: Okay. I'm trying to describe the movie here. Um, what happened was is that they would they would have sex, turn into a, a jaguar, and then when they would when the jaguar would attack, kill, and eat some they would turn back to human again. I was just kind of wondering if that was possibly the case that was going.
0: That's, that's what I kind of gathered. I'm I'm thinking so too. And I think all three of us figured that's something what happened, but I could see the random person who's watching the film saying, this doesn't make sense because it wasn't explained.
1: Yeah. It's not really well explained. And the amount of change she goes through then to come back completely normal is a little odd.
0: Right. They could have just added one line or a scene where she, you know, closes a door of a room and then you hear her make some weird sound and, and then come back out as a human, but they didn't do that. So it could have got a little confusing, I think for some people. Well, I
2: think at least had, uh, the, the woman, the. I keep on forgetting her name. Alexis? Alexis, right. The Alexis could have just said, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. And just... Right.
0: It, right, exactly. That would
2: have been a good one, yeah. Had was just like a, a brief, you know, two minute, not even just two minutes, just saying, hey, you know, this is what's going to happen. You know, you're going to turn into a snake, you kill somebody and all that. But... Actually, we don't really have to worry about that because, not too long after, we hit the conclusion.
0: Right, right. No, that's that's fair. Yeah, I mean, they could have just done something like that, and Alexis would have been a perfect uh, character for that that little exposition moment. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, yeah, so it's a pretty cool scene where she rips off her skin from her leg and onto her her cheek. And then yeah. the, the steak and all that. So the special effects were really good in that scene. And then, yeah, she goes out, kills that John for vengeance. So she's now, like, doing the, you know, kill the bad men type thing.
1: And. Yeah, this is where I think, like, I'm looking at it right now it's she just doesn't look particularly snake-like in this scene where she's choking him the second time um her eyes look like white balls and you can't really see scales i know it's dark but i mean i'm looking at this if i could like increase the size i could see maybe i could see scales but it doesn't look like she looked in the mirror so that's why i was thinking she didn't look quite snake-like there
0: sure sure yeah and then she uh she does do like uh the um venom spit as as bar, I mean uh, as Kevin said, yep. and and that kind of shows what happened to that John originally, um with the white crap all over him um and and yeah, because then she put, tosses his body in her tr- car trunk or the trunk of the John the, you know, the car that now she basically claimed,
1: or not the, or the John the, um, which we can accept because yeah. she's stronger now.
0: Right. And that's when she comes back and she's already human again and she shows the co- corpse of of this this scumbag John the one that was beating the woman
1: um dead in the trunk to the people that are at the camp. Well, and it makes you wonder if she became human again because she killed him.
2: Like that's what my point with uh cat people.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she she finally she took care of him. So that's done. So now she's back to human, at least temporarily, until the next you know vengeance. She's kind of like a vengeance god almost, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, I mean, that's what that's where we cut to the final scene, which kind of explains what's what's going to happen. What 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 kind of happens here? Um, so I guess we we could talk about that scene if you want. Um, yeah. Well, actually, what happened to to the third prostitute? Because she just kind of disappeared. No, she, well, she tells uh, her to go.
1: She says, do you want to be part of this life? No, No, but wasn't there, there's three prostitutes, right? There's there's Kali and the two other girls, right? right? Yeah, one of them she tells to leave, and then the other one is in the circle, and she tells her she can leave as well.
0: Oh, okay, okay, so one had already left before...
1: Yeah, the one that, that she yeah. killed the guy for, she says, she shows her the body, and then she tells her, do you really want to be part of this life? And she runs off. She just runs off into the woods.
0: Sure. Yeah, right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay. So then she lets the other one go as well. Who is lucky, in my opinion. <laughs> Why is that? Why do you think? Why? Because she was part of the, the Well, at the that problem? point,
1: she's totally evil, don't you think? The, uh, oh, the other prostitute? No, Carly is evil at that point, and she lets the oh. other prostitute go, right? I mean, why does she let her go? Yeah. But Is it what? because she's not part of the exploitation and the madam is? Yeah, that's exactly what I got. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, even though she's a becoming this vengeance creature, I, I, I don't think it's like a vampire that will take innocent victims. It's more after the, I guess, the exploitation people, the people that are exploiting her and others, I guess. I don't know. Those the, who deserve and, and, it. Well, and also, also, if you notice, all the women that come with Alexis at the end are exactly that. X, Y, I mean, double X chromosome people. There's no men. Yeah, there's all. no
1: men. Nope. So,
0: so, you know, the madam was working with the men you know, and, and again, though, she's not after I mean, she almost killed the innocent John, you know, the guy. I mean, his only crime was he decided to go to a prostitute. Um, yeah. And all he did
2: was just leave. We never see him again. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. He just leaves.
0: So I think she's kind of going after the, the patriarchy that's bad, maybe. And, and, and the madam is part of that patriarchy.
2: Well, see, the thing that the, the one of the things that I was wondering as I was looking at all this is, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, beating women, that's bad. That's awful. That's terrible. That's that. That's like there there's I, I have there's a lot of really words I could use for it. I mean, cowardly, honorable, ballless. I mean, I just I, I really don't like the fact that, you know, a guy would would beat a woman. At the same time, does that warrant his death? I mean, beating the crap out of him, fine. You know, breaking arms, breaking legs, you know, maybe even dismantling his face or something. You know, okay. But to to actually kill him, I don't know. I don't know. know. I'm not going to
1: answer that, honestly, how I feel.
0: Well, I'll tell you this. I'll I'll tell you this, Kevin. Technically, in a lawful society, you're absolutely right um he should he should be put in jail or, or you know put on trial for um abuse now we know a lot of to be a, a, an abuser and shunned well but we but we do, I'm okay but, with that but but, I mean. but we do know in real life whether it's a bar fight where you're just minding your business and some asshole just comes over and starts punching you for no reason to um Random attacks on the street. Never mind ab- domestic abuse. A lot of people get arrested and they get a fine and then they, they're out the next day. Because you you read so many places where like some person who has a, a certain political persuasion gets punched in the face by someone who doesn't like a person with that political persuasion. In a in a world that I thought. It was when I was a kid was the person that did the punching would immediately go to jail, uh, even if it's only for six months. But, you know, you you don't you just don't punch people for no reason. But in the real world. I found out based off a lot of news articles is people who do that don't go to jail. They don't even they get barely even get a fine. So and and, and a lot of times it's dropped, you know, the, the, the charges are dropped or something. So. I agree that, in reality, people do not deserve to die for beating up or punching other people or abusing women, for that matter, in this case, uh, which is just another form of, of, of punching people, basically.
2: But... Oh, granted, I, I'm sorry. I Finish your thought, please. I'm sorry.
0: Please. Okay, but two things. One, if this guy is that dangerous he was going to come back even if she broke his arm he's the type of guy that may come back the next day with a gun and and, and blow her brains out or rape her or something so maybe that's it or or um yeah she's just a a uh, you know person that's go out for vengeance too but technically you're right so anyway go ahead, go ahead. uh well one
2: of the things that um that kind of came to my mind as I was thinking about this, was like, everything, Everything, Phil, you said, yeah, I, I mean, I know what you're talking about, you know, but, and I mean, if if you feel like your life is threatened, then you know, I can understand why you would, would kill the guy, but this guy didn't really seem like he was gonna kill anybody, he just wanted to beat him up, and I don't think he was gonna come back and try to kill any of the, any you know, the prostitutes at all, it's just so I mean, to I mean I get it because I mean I remember watching this movie and I'm thinking, okay, and without looking at the trailers or anything, I'm thinking, oh yeah, pimp's gonna die, oh yeah, this abuser, yeah, I don't even know who he is or what he looks like, he's gonna die, you know, just because that's what happens, you know, that's what happens in um, what you call it, that's what happens in these movies, that's what happens in a lot of movies, a guy that's abuser, he dies, or and like I said, they, if, but I mean, if they get the, the, the tar kicked out of them, um, you know, that it's like, all right, you know, there's, there's poetic, there's, there's kind of the poetic justice there that, you know, you beat the crap out of a woman. And so some guy beats the crap out of you even worse, or as bad as you beat the woman. And I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. We we would say that's just desserts. It, you know, it's kind of, if I could use the term eye for an eye, so to speak, but I don't know, I just have a problem with just outright murder. I mean it's one thing well, to it's, it's one thing to kill somebody in self defense uh that's one thing i mean that that happens you Because know, I mean if the guy's beating you and like you you know and you're fighting and you happen to hit him- if you happen to hit the person and they die as a result, I mean yeah, that's manslaughter, but you could say, hey, look, I was defending myself, that's one thing, but to Essentially, for, this was
1: first. This was first degree murder. Maybe she needed to eat. She's not even human anymore. That's true, but also <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's true. She's a monster now.
1: She's a monster now, but and she's all, hungry.
0: Now, also though, Barrett had a good point earlier too, which is she's becoming evil too. So, oh yeah, another thing that I want to state too is that the, this movie is expo- up uh, lower class people, exploiting other lower class people just as evil is fighting or killing other evil.
1: Well, and she's even being exploited by the second group, really.
0: Because if, if you... I
1: forget what movie it was. It may
0: have been The Omen. Well, well, yeah, that's true, Barrett. But in The Omen, I think it was where they say, evil fighting evil. And and in theory, you know, you know, if if you're a religious person, I know, actually, you are, Barrett. I mean, um, Kevin, you, you're, you're born again, Christian. Um, you there When people are fighting people, especially nowadays, a lot of times it's actually evil fighting evil because both sides are pretty evil, and they just one side just thinks they're good and in reality they're as bad as the other side. so I think you could argue that's what's going on here too, and then or simply as Barrett said it's a monster
2: see, I can take it's a monster. I can't okay. because, because the thing is, is that remember when she 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 shows the the abuser to the woman that was abused. Um, it's kind of it's kind of funny because. Well, not kind of funny, sorry, it, it's interesting because the woman who was abused freaks out. You know, she did not want this guy to be killed. She just I mean, if you know, if the guy was beaten up, she'd be OK. You know, he got what he got. He got what he deserved. And that's it. But, you know, she, she did not want him dead.
0: That's true. Right. Right. So basically what happened is Kylie decided on her own to get vengeance on this scumbag for beating up her friend and other woman probably too. So her decision to do that was murder, first degree murder and you're you're absolutely right that's not right first degree murder you go to jail for a long time if justice is served correctly however in her eyes she two things one she's a monster and two she's also evil herself in, in a sense because now she has no you know she has this thirst of of vengeance and i'm not saying vengeance is necessarily evil in all cases But it most certainly, you could argue, is evil in this case, even if the people she's doing it against are evil. Though they may
1: not deserve to die. So, And we're looking at deserve to die from the outside, keep that in mind. (laughs) When you're getting beat, it may seem like a totally different story. Right. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a fair point though, Kevin. Uh,
0: I'm not, yeah, I'm not it's it's a, fair, a really point. fair point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because because it's one of those things. Because this is this is a little different. It's not like, um, the the, the prostitute that ha- got beaten up by this guy. It, you know, she was in a room and he's going nuts and he's punching her and kicking her and doing all this other stuff. And then she grabs a knife and stabs him and he dies.
1: Right. This was first degree vengeance. Premeditated murder, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: and that's, we're agreeing with you, Kevin, that that's different than than the scenario I just offered.
1: Yep. Everything has degrees, and that's why we have laws that just take that into account. Not that it necessarily works out well or <laughs> the way it should, but that's what it's right. supposed to do in a perfect world. Right, right.
0: Now, obviously, this movie was was written by uh, men. And also, the movie is a horror film. So if they're trying to make a statement that the patriarch is evil, and it's okay to do vengeance on those that are evil, then the message for the movie is obviously not appropriate. However, I, I don't know if that's what they were going at after. I mean, you know, like that's the point of Dark Discussions News Network and this podcast specifically, the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, is that we are just throwing stuff against the wall that could be looked at it, and maybe it is a metaphor. Though in reality, it may have just been a cool horror film the the, the writer and director did, and and um, it turned out that. Um, people read more into it.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone was good necessarily in this film. I think the one prostitute who, the two prostitutes, the one who left first, I I think she was probably the best of anyone we see on the screen. And then the other one wasn't too bad either. Uh, The madam wasn't a horrible person, but didn't realize her role in keeping these things going. Um, So I don't think we're supposed to think that her killing that guy is good Um, she's definitely turned into her own force of power. Let's put it that way, I guess. Right, right. She's trying to be a god.
0: Right, because you know God will will will, after the afterlife, he'll determine who the sixty two thousand souls will come to heaven, and the rest will, you know, you know whatever whatever you believe. Some people believe that either go to heaven or hell. Other people are are literal, where there's only going to be sixty two thousand souls, or whatever it is. But either way, she's being the God now, and she's determining that this the, the the pimp, the John, and the madam are all being judged by me, the God. And you're, therefore, my decision is is death because
1: of what you've done. Yeah, and she's basically part of a new society, right? It's the new society where she's the queen. <laughs> right, right. And We
0: haven't even talked about that yet. Does that make any sense to you, Kevin? You see what we're saying? Even though we're, we're actually agreeing with you. It's just that we're throwing this out there, too. No, I get what you're saying.
2: No, oh, trust me. What you're saying I just um yeah I, I I'm fine with it. it's just I understand that, you know for like you say mentioned earlier that yeah you're uh, um you know you're dealing with someone who's becoming evil and so just yeah and so the, the one the younger one one believe and that's that's fine, that's good. Um yeah, because she she is becoming pretty pretty wicked. It, it's I I I guess it's just I, I wasn't at all feeling any sympathy. Just to, just for the listeners to you know, I wasn't feeling any sympathy at all for um, the people who died. Uh, they were scum. They were not they were not nice people. I'm not trying to defend at all what they were like or what they did. It was just more. I just thought murder was too far. But can I sure sure and, 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 that's fair. And, can I just kind of do one one little nitpick that I had uh, at, at the end? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, you had uh, the one prostitute that was left over. Um, you know, the she gets. I'm sorry. What's the main character's name again? Carly. Carly. <laughs> Carly. That was it. That's what I thought. Carly comes up to her. Um, she has this like she has a dress on, one of those skin tight dresses. You know, Carly, and so the the other the other woman's sitting there, and she has like a knife or a pair of scissors or something in her hands, and she's freaking out because she knows because I think she also saw the dead body, and so she's freaking out. Carly comes up to her, and she's like, "Get away from me! Get away from me!" to to Carly, and then Carly uh, approaches her, and she stabs Carly like. Three or four times in the stomach uh, with the scissors, and Carly's not even affected by it. And then, then you see the cultists kind of swarm around them. And you know the madam says, "All right, you can, you know, pretty much stay." Carly said to the to the to the woman, you know, to the Val, the, the madam says, "You know, you stay." But you know, and she looks at what, what her what was her French says, "You can go." And Val kind of nods, but the thing is, you 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 look, and they do like a backup shot, and Carly, even her dress is doesn't have holes in it. I mean, her body, she got stabbed a couple of times. Even if like her she her she, her body naturally healed, why doesn't her dress have holes? You would think her dress had holes because it's just a dress.
0: That could be a continuity. That's a fair point because because the dress is the type of dress that she would wear if you know you go out clubbing in in Boston or New York City or Chicago or wherever and whatnot. So you see, you know girls dress up like that all the time, and it's one of those dresses, but it's red. So that was smart by the production crew to make it red. So you so if they're not going to show a lot of blood, it would be hard to see on this dress anyway. But if you noticed that where this pair of scissors went into the dress and there was no hole there. That's, that's a good catch. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even notice it, but
1: uh, yeah, I didn't notice it at all,
0: but someone, someone, yeah, that, that was paying attention would, and, and, you know, and you did. So that, that's a fair point. That was, that's most certainly uh, a boo-boo I would say.
1: Yeah. I was paying more attention to the scene, like all the women around her and stuff. So I didn't really notice that. Yeah, same here. Yeah.
0: Um, so let's talk about that scene, Barr explain what's going on. This because this is uh this is the finale right here. What's, what's Yeah, so
1: she's she's basically coming into her own and she gets the other prostitute in the madam and um she's holding on to the madam, right? And the other one she tells to run as those women gather around well, I guess the women gather around first and they're are they chanting? I'm not even sure what they're doing at that point.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, they they got the torches and they're all dressed in like goth type clothes. You know, basically similar to what Alexis is wearing, it's because you know it's it's the cult. Yeah, and they're all ceremony. Ages. Yeah, yeah and they're, and they're all, all ages. Cere- yeah ceremony, right? Yeah, exactly. Some sort of uh,
1: a bunch of, and they're all women too. Yeah, and there are no men, yeah. and she tells the 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 prostitute that she can she can go, and but she doesn't let the madam go and she grabs a hold of her and the madam kind of it's not real clear to me what exactly happens to me it's like she turns to stone almost i think she turned to stone okay so i'm i'm right it i it just it doesn't like stay on her that well like the picture it kind of goes on her as she's changing and then comes off and goes to carly's reaction um so i wasn't quite sure if that's what what i was seeing or not and uh Then they're all happy that she did that, and they all start calling her queen, right, and start bowing down. Right, right. And then snakes come out of her head, which is probably my biggest flaw Like with the CGI in this film. You can tell that shows the budget probably more than anything else. Um, I liked how it looked. It didn't really bother me that much, but it is a little more obvious than some of the other things we saw earlier in the film.
0: Right, right. Yeah, because the special effects earlier were really good from the eye her eyes and
1: you know, turning into snake eyes and Yeah, and I don't think any of that was CGI really, most of it. I think it was a lot of um actual special effects.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, practical effects. Practical yeah. effects, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was all good. Uh but yeah, this was obviously CGI. Um and it was gonna be tough for them to <laughs> Yeah. To do it, whether CGI or uh, practical. Um, but again, being a lower budget
1: film. You know, they did what they could and it looked cool. It just, you could tell it was a little bit yeah. CGI'd. The, the, uh, the thing that they did though, that was really
0: cool in that effect, even if you could tell the snakes were all CGI, was when the snakes moved and were and began to overflow like, like a you know a Shirley Temple Hirdo. Her the, the her skin, her face, the shadows of the snakes covered parts of her face.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah. so they did go for details even if the effect itself was obvious. Now, offline I think I, I wrote to you Barrett saying that, even though that was a problem, the CGI. You know, I mean, we've watched many 1950s sci-fi and horror films. And if you rewatch them today, you can see, you know, the the practical effects not holding up and it still doesn't bother us that much. So here it it didn't really bother me that much, but yeah, pretty much like you
1: agreed, Yeah, because I know exactly what their intention was and they did as best they could with something that's very difficult because you've got to get like, you know, eight snakes. (laughs) <laughs> it's come out of her head not a simple right. thing even with the greatest cgi so
0: and, and and the snakes were fighting each other too it was to kind of yes
1: that. that was cool
0: but <laughs> uh, now the question is for the ending then and then it goes to black is it a happy ending or is Kali now a monster she's
2: smiling <laughs> but, oh, hey, she's a monster, but she's a happy monster. Yeah,
1: exactly. She's smiling. Yeah. And all those Hello. members are happy.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, you like, I kind of liked Kylie at the beginning and, and hoped it would turn out good. Obviously her situation, you could probably gather. It wasn't going to, you know, a prostitute uh, using heroin Controlled by a pimp, you figured it. All right, you know her her future isn't isn't looking bright, but you know you always hope, and it it didn't turn out to be that bad type of ending. But she's definitely didn't get the ending. I guess someone like myself would want for her character because I did like (laughs) her character. Um. But yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, so she's becomes the Medusa at the end, basically. Yeah. Yeah. She is the Medusa. Yeah. So um and that's, that's so what do, what do you think? What do, what do you think uh is gonna happen? Are they gonna be a small cult or do you think it's gonna grow, or do you think it's what what do you think's gonna happen it will
1: now? grow and envelop the world. <laughs> Are you being facetious or <laughs> I mean, it could go any way, any direction, but I think they would try and grow. Right, right, yeah. And defeat men, where and or even women that are part of the you know causing pain. I, I don't even want to say patriarchy. I just want to say you know if yeah. people are taking advantage of other people, they would be like the vengeance.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you don't have to be all an all woman group and that means you're against the patriarchy, that, that it's just the only identifying factor is that you're all a woman. So you're right. Using the word patriarchy isn't necessarily appropriate. You could just say going after people who exploit and do bad to other people, which Kevin does make a good point, though, which makes them bad, too, because they're killing people without uh, legal process. Right,
1: exactly. They basically are vigilante justice yeah exactly and their their uh solutions are extreme <laughs> right and also there's a chance they could go true evil because
0: as we saw when she was first becoming kali first first becoming the the medusa she almost killed the shy business guy and based off of what we know of him he didn't seem like he was a bad person except maybe he uh, wanted sex.
2: Well, I think for him, I mean, he was he was obviously shy. He he might have like gotten. I mean, he he was kind of talking a little bit. It sounded almost like he was he's got he went got out of a bad relationship or something. I don't know what uh, he was just kind of shy doing this. That didn't seem like he was particularly like a, a mean rotten guy, but just not a good guy
0: or just misguided or sad, depressed. Well yeah, just
2: you know, yeah. depressed or something like that. I mean it's just it's, yeah. I mean it's, obviously this was his first time, you know, doing anything like this and he felt nervous about it, but um he probably won't do this again.
0: Right, right. Yeah. If anything, if you wanna look at it. I think what even happened even if even I if it's a, a oh, go on.
2: I think what happened with him, with the shy guy though, with uh with with her is that uh her, it's kind of like her new monster instincts were starting to try to, to take control of her, and that's what happened. You know, she did so not... So the question... So she was she, not being evil at this time. She right. was... um, She was not being evil at this time. It was just this, the monster... Well, will she,
0: trying to will, get she up. Be, will she be like a zombie or a vampire who, in some cases, or a werewolf that aren't necessarily evil in some cases but they need to feast and therefore they are evil.
1: Well, what I wonder is if the cult will bring her people to take care of, (laughs) right? Like she would be the Medusa that would be typical. You'd find in a, you know, old place where they'd bring the sacrifices to.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. So that's the, the curiosity is, is will they, they be that type um, because even though you're right, Kevin, it may have been an animal instinct, monster instinct to feed. So she wasn't actually being evil, but if, if she begins to take out people who've done no bad things, then technically she's an, if she's, if it's not evil, she's definitely someone that has
1: to be removed. From- well, well she's, be- she becomes more like the creature than, than the human. At that point,
2: well, I think what there's a couple of things that will probably ha- I hope I they may do a sequel. Who knows? It depends on how many viewers they get. But if they continue, uh, I mean, probably what's going to happen is, is that one, she will be kind of the uh, vengeance is hers for women type of thing for exploited women. And so it to some she may become a hero and kind of the new cult leader. But then at the same time, she'll probably be a monster. So it's kind of the, is she, you know, is she a monster or is she a hero? You know, because let's face it. I mean, some people would probably call her a hero for, for, for taking out the people that are exploiting women. Uh, at the same time, she might just, she, she's a monster because, you know, she, she's a monster. I mean, having, scum right. snakes comedy, having snakes your head isn't exactly uh, human.
0: Well, Kevin, it's it's also, uh, you could be a human and a monster, too. As we've seen, there's dictators and queens and kings and leaders who are loved by people, and they're willing to overlook the evil they've
1: done.
2: Right? Oh, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying. Or they don't
1: even think it's evil or bad or wrong.
0: Right. Even though, you know, I mean... They technically are evil. And I'm going to use this example, and, and uh, I think it's legit, which is a lot of people say Sheikh Guevara, you know, was a hero because he helped the poor and all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. But he mass murdered hundreds of people and he slaughtered people all the time and he supported dictatorships and whatnot. And so even if people say, oh, yeah, he's a hero because he did all this stuff. He's still a monster.
1: Yeah, how you get there matters almost as much as where you get to. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Stepping over a million bodies to become ruler of a nation and being benevolent at that point doesn't make up for the million bodies that came before that.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's my point. And that's what I I used to say when we were doing uh, the Game of Thrones podcast. You know, I'm thinking Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast, which is about Cersei's, which is, I said... I said that there's a chance that if she ever consolidated power and became the leader i could see her character having been considered a great leader and people loving her even if on the side she executed the people that were threats to her and and whatnot you know because a lot of people that are evil like you said, Barrett, they you know they get to a point by killing you know stepping over all these bodies, which basically means killing them, and then at and then they become heroic at that point, and people love them, but they still killed all those people.
1: Yeah, well, and you know the people that usually fall in love with that story are the ones that don't know the real story or don't care about the real story. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, so yeah, so this, this woman here, Kali, if she, even though, again, it's not her choice because she was bit, right? So she's still a victim technically too, when you really look at all this, because even if she becomes powerful and a monster and a goddess or whatever, she still did not ask for this because she did, she wouldn't, she did not ask to be bitten.
1: No, she did. And I think they're, they made her into this queen goddess Without her permission, so yeah, they they've yeah. taken, and she's not the same person anymore, right? She's totally changed,
0: right. exactly.
1: Because exactly. I think personality-wise, she would never have done what she did at the end. That she, you know, at the beginning, she wouldn't have done what she does at the end without that change.
0: Right, right, and that's the thing. It's a change because I, I remember reading a uh, Dracula. If you ever anybody read Bram Stoker's Dracula, when Dracula dies. Spoiler alert for a 150-year-old a <laughs> book. Um, when he dies, he, his, the, the author, Bram Stoker, talks about how the expression on his face is of peace and um, happiness and, and thankfulness. Because he himself, even though he was a vampire and doing horrible things, Dracula, at one point he was bit too. And he, he did not ask for it either. And so when he dies, he's he's at peace now because he's now not the monster that he had become. And yeah. so, so I could see that in this case too, where she herself, Kali, at this point, you can't say she's the same Kali prior to the bite because again, the bite has changed her completely. Well,
1: That's and the incredible. smile on her face in the in the end is kind of maniacal too. <laughs> She's basking in this adoration after having just killed the madam.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, no guilt, no
1: pity, no. Mm-mm. What did I do? Yeah, you're absolutely right. It right. reminds me of the smile in Midsummer at the very end. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because she's now that that girl is evil now too, in a sense. You're right. Yeah, or
1: yeah, yeah part of that weird cult. Yeah, yeah exactly. They they've bought in completely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or, or uh, Rosemary and Rosemary's Baby, you know. Though if you read the book too, it's a little different, but changes it. But but in the movie, she accepts the devil baby, basically. Spoiler for a sixty-year-old movie. Spoiler. Um. So yeah. It's, um, it's old. Ugh. Yeah, those are some, some old stuff. Uh any any further things on this movie? Anybody wanted to bring up that we missed that you had on your agenda that you wanted to talk about? Not for me. Nope, I'm all set. All right, sounds good. So, all right, we'll we'll uh, give our final thoughts on the film. But before we do that, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Kevin, me, you, and Barrett uh, do a podcast that's on hiatus right now. Oh yes. Uh, well, we do a couple of them
2: actually. If you think about
0: it, Uh um, oh, the one that's on hiatus. Oh, you're right. There's two on hiatus. Yeah, because, because we're not sure if, if if the other one's even canceled yet. That's a good point. But continue. Okay. Well, first of all, we're doing a podcast on uh,
2: the show Discovery of Witches. Uh, and I completely
0: forget the title again. I a Discovery not... of Witches, Demons, and Vampires, the podcast.
2: Yes, that one. And uh, we're also doing a podcast on the show... The Nevers. Uh it's uh let's see, what was it? Bodices and Corsets. A yep. Nevers, uh a the Nevers
0: podcast. That's right. And both are on hiatus right now, but uh they're available on the Dark Discussions News Network or uh you can uh, actually go
1: to any place podcast I found. So yeah. And I think so, we're gonna get the back half of the Nevers. Um I, I mean this wasn't a first it was the back half is supposed to be part of the first season, so I think we're going to get it. That's my feeling. Yeah, I think well, I think the
2: the Nevers will at least uh, continue, uh, at least for the end of the the first season. It's the uh, I don't know if they're going to continue on after that, but we'll see. The uh, the other with the Discovery Witches, we know we, there's there's one season left, and you know they they only they had. had three seasons, and so. Uh, yeah. yeah there's only one season left
0: yeah so we'll, we'll pick up that both of them whenever those two shows come back i know uh, we're 100 percent sure about the discovery of witches demons and vampires or, or discovery of witches specifically because they have already filmed and are in post-production uh and rumor is that it will be coming out Q1 of next year, 2022, which
1: oddly is only six months away. And And if you're not watching it, you should be because it is a great show. That's
0: right. And for folks in the United States, they can watch it right now. Season one and season two on the television network called shutter. That's right. It stars Teresa Palmer. And uh, what's the guy's name again? I can't remember the guy's name. I can't either. Matthew. Yeah. Matthew good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And the only reason we found out about this show, even though it was becoming popular um, anyway, was uh, because I am a big fan of Teresa Palmer and I was curious to see what she was working on. And out of the blue, I went to IMDb and saw oh, there's this show that she's in. Where can we find it? And I found out where it was, and I just suggested it out of the blue. Again, we, we went in completely blind, and we did an, a season on it. And then, uh, I, I mean, an episode on just the show itself. And then out of the blue, um, it blew up when season two came out. And Yeah, uh, and I
1: had seen previews on on BBC America during commercials, um, and that had made me want to see it. And then I forgot completely about it, so you brought it up. Yeah, so it was pretty right. cool.
0: Yeah, anything with Teresa Palmer, I I don't forget. I'll tell you that she's she's awesome. Um, and then uh, what else? Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, there is a chance that oh yeah yeah me, Barrett, and you, and co-host Mike, and uh, we haven't asked Kevin yet, but we probably will because he he joined us on the original episode of the TV series where we're we're planning to do a brand new television series podcasts. What's that all about? We have no title yet, but what's the series? Uh and Black Summer. That's right. Yeah. So season and, two just came out, right?
1: Yep, and it's phenomenal. It's it's better than the first season, I think. It I actually think has a hundred
0: percent on Rotten
1: Tomatoes Yeah, it. it it's it's awesome. It is such a great season. And um, we're going to do probably a couple episodes each um, each podcast. The one the season before we did the whole thing in one, we're going to give it a little more time this time on do a couple, probably each podcast. And there's eight episodes, so probably four yeah. podcasts.
0: Yeah. Or, or maybe maybe we just do uh, a 45 to an hour uh, episode per episode of the show, maybe two.
1: Yeah, that could work too. Yeah, however you yeah. want to do it. Yeah. We still yeah, well, haven't firmly got that out, but we are doing it no matter what.
0: Right. And one thing we we've already done that's related to it is we actually interview showrunner uh, John Hyams. And uh, we have that recorded and that's gonna be part of that podcast, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, he was he was a great person to interview. I really enjoyed that one
0: yeah yeah so that was a great to have him on we we actually uh, interviewed him for a film called alone back in 2020 and that was uh, a fluke uh basically this film alone came out uh uh independent thriller horror film that was really really good and uh i figured hey i'll just ask this director if he wants to you know come on you know help promote his film because it was such a great film and he said, sure. And he came on and the day that he's coming on, I'm, you know, researching whatever else he's done. And I was like, Holy shit, this is the guy that did black summer. Had no idea. And so, uh, um, so we had a connection with him through uh, the movie alone and we asked him to talk about black summer and he came in and it was a, yeah, it was a great interview. Uh, so Kevin, you're, uh, offered a job on that podcast. If you're up to it, uh, we'll further the details, but, uh, you we, we were on the original uh, episode of the the podcast. Yeah, and I'd like to continue. All right, sounds good. So it'll be the four of us, just like we did on the first uh, uh, season, where we did the two-hour episode discussing the first season on the Doctor Discussions podcast. Um, and uh, this will be the new podcast, so start looking out for that in August um, of 2021. For folks who are curious today, is july 18th 2021 uh because some of our listeners are curious when we do record these episodes because they don't necessarily come out 24 hours later um all right so i guess we can give our final thoughts on uh this film here so uh, let's start with you barrett medusa i
1: i really enjoyed this movie um i think it's worth watching if you like body horror you'll probably like it a lot more um it's it's fun little horror gem all right, sounds good.
0: Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I was worried at first because it is a slow burn. And it, um, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was kind of artsy, you know, because it's a, more of a character study, uh, at least the first hour anyway, or the first half hour anyway. So, you know, I didn't know where it was going to go. Um, uh, but then um, as you figure out what's going on and what happens, uh, it turns out to be a pr- pretty uh, solid little horror film. A uh, little gem, if if you if you prefer that, folks could probably search out for and and take a look. Um, not sure where it's playing at the moment, but uh, it's supposedly available everywhere VOD is found. Uh, so I would recommend it. And uh, the lead actress was great, um, and so it wasn't the pimp and all the other actors. Uh, so yeah, really good film. Uh, Kevin,
2: um, the actors were good. The actors did fine. I just wasn't fond of the movie. I uh, I think to for me it was I mean I I I appreciate a good slow burn dramas. I, I don't think this was a good slow burn uh I don't think the I don't know I just I wasn't into it uh I also was kind of hoping for more of the mythological Medusa you know in the end she you know she becomes Medusa but then that Medusa you know turns people into stone just by looking at them and I don't know. I just, I just wasn't getting. It. I just wasn't getting into this movie. I mean, it's a one and done for me. All
0: right, and and that's a fair point that Kevin makes, which is this isn't the mythological Greek Medusa or Gorgon, if you prefer. It's it's a body horror film more than anything, um, and it's a, a disease rather than a monster that you know is just exists. So. Uh, be, yeah so the the title Medusa may in some ways um give a false identity to the film in a sense so yeah. just be- just be aware
1: it's a, just a it's a take on the medusa
0: yeah
2: i mean it's it's like yeah. how someone how a woman becomes medusa, but the thing is is that will this medusa you know turn people to stone by looking at the, by them looking at her or will she just kill people by just touching them biting them or whatever i or spitting vegetables. well
0: she did she did kill the
2: madam by stoning I, well yeah but she touched her yeah. right it she was
1: evolution <laughs> maybe at some point she'll be able to just stare at them and kill them with stone, them have to stone.
2: you have to see her that's the thing yeah,
1: yeah.
2: but anyway so, I any mean, that all that aside um I don't know. It's like, I remember when I finished this, I just I, I, I texted Phil and I just said, meh.
1: Right. No, and yeah, that's, yeah. I, I know the myth of Medusa, too, by the way. I know that you have to stare at them. Yeah. The yeah. Thing. And
0: that's a, that's the thing. It's a it's a if you stare at her
1: back. You're not going to turn to stone. It's
0: it's a take on on the Medusa myth uh, without really being related to that myth, if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, no, and I, I get that. I get that. I just okay. wasn't. It wasn't that I was expecting this, and I didn't get it, and I was disappointed. Because I mean, there have been times where I didn't see what I was expecting, and I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't see what I was expecting, and I wasn't pleasantly surprised. I was just disappointed. Uh, sure. Like I said, this movie was just meh
0: no and that's fair that's fair um yeah and, and the films you know getting uh mixed reviews uh it's interesting um the, the quote-unquote bell curve is not really a bell curve it's a valley so the people who loved it to the people who hated it are are the high points and then in the middle uh where people just were like yeah it's alright." uh it's the lowest so it's it's more of a you rather than a uh N shape or bell shape for that matter. So so it is curious. So so people either loved it or hated it. There wasn't really much in the middle. Um, Alright, so a couple of things. Uh, the film uh once again is called Medusa. Uh, um again uh the title it could be considered a little misleading so just be careful with that. Directed by the name Matthew B C who uh works uh in the, the Scott Jeffrey production company who Scott Jeffrey uh, Co wrote the film with matthew b c and also produced the film. Uh, the film stars a number of folk, but uh, obviously the lead actress is Megan Purvis uh who played Kylie, and and she's pretty much in ninety percent of the film and this is her film uh so uh one one thing uh the production design uh not the production design the costume design uh that should be definitely uh, give a nod to because the clothing uh, that the woman wearing is absolutely fantastic clothing is really good stuff and then also the special effects people for the practical effects were, were really good as well those people should be uh, noted as well so co- uh, costume design and practical effects crew um, so with all that stated Garrett right,
1: why don't you do this up thanks again for joining us on Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews join us again next time when we have something completely different